Good morning. Time again for the On the Road Again program here on Hoosier Country 105. It's 8.07. Good morning. It's a Wednesday, and that means we get to hang out with everybody's running buddy. Kelly Smith, good morning, sir. How are you doing today? You know, Rick, that's starting to stick. I got I got friends of mine and people I see that go, hey, it's everybody's running buddy. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. And I, and I have you to thank for that. Thank you. Everybody needs a running buddy. And <laughs> Kelly right. Smith is our running buddy. Oh, my gosh. You know, the sad part is I haven't ran in years. But you know what? I'll still be your running buddy. That's you right. Know? That's right. You could be our That's ghost right. running buddy or whatever you call it. That's this. right. <laughs> Spirit but running I, buddy. I, but, but all that being said, today we've got some real runners. in, in uh, you know, we got one real runner and one real uh, field event guy in the studio. And uh, we've got with us a couple of state medalists from Bloomington High School South and their coach, uh, Larry Williams. We've got Ryan Ream, Sawyer Bailey in the studio. And uh, it's awesome. Uh, like, you know, I was talking to my wife about the radio show and and she said are you going to be able to do this and do that i'm like you know what we have so many people to talk to still oh yeah <laughs> because such an incredibly successful year when you take on uh, both track and field from uh, Bloomington North, Bloomington South, Edgewood, uh, the number of people we had at the state meet competing, then the number of medalists, and then you throw on top of that, we haven't even talked about it yet, but our unified teams from both Bloomington South and Bloomington North also made it to the state meet this year. So we got a lot of great track and field athletes around here and starting with these two, two of the best. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Coach Larry Williams in with us too. And uh, Coach, um, you might be one of the people because I, I, I consider you to be kind of a uh, a running historian when it comes to uh, Monroe County because you you keep up real well with everybody on every team and what they're doing and uh, you've been good, doing this for quite a while. Was this one of the best years ever for Monroe County as a county at uh, the state meet? I mean, I don't remember this many medalists, this many people on the podium. No, I, I definitely ranks up there. Uh, you know. I, I don't know how much I can remember, but uh, but yeah, it, it does. You know, I look at uh, Bloomington North's team this year, and it was, you know, fourth in the state, but they probably were one of the best dual meet teams in the state, too, with their depth. We were just talking about, you know, we had 90 boys on our team, um, and we had a lot of success there. We had, you know, school records broken as well as uh, Bloomington North did, and of course, Edgewood uh, had same things happening, you know, number of people there and, and quality kits, and it's uh yeah, it's one of the strongest years we've had in Monroe County. Absolutely. It's been uh, it, it's been a whole lot of fun. Kelly, where are we going to start? Who are we going to talk to first? Well, you know, um, gosh, I tell you, I got two love. You know what? Let's do this. I have two loves in my life. I love the pole vault, and I've worked the pole vault state meet many, many years, um, but I'm a distance runner at heart. But what I really want to do is he's not here today, but uh, I'll have Coach Williams talk a little bit about DeAndre Black and, and his struggle with the injuries and then coming back and really kind of saving. I, I mean, what an incredible year he had for not being on the track and, the, and to finish in the top nine in, uh, in the 100 hurdles what uh, or 110s. Larry, what do you uh, tell us a little bit about his journey? It's a it's a tremendous story in itself. Uh, DeAndre's a, a wonderful person, a hard worker, disciplined, and such, and uh, he's a tremendous football player too. And unfortunately, uh, halfway through their season in the fall, he came up with a torn ACL. And uh, usually, that's kind of like a full year recovery to get back to doing something. And um, 
having two parents are both athletic trainers, he had the best down on his side, and he did a lot of strength and, and conditioning and things as he was able to do. And um, we, we had no expectations, uh, you know, looking at it. And as I told his parents, you know, no expectations here. DeAndre just needs to be healthy for his senior year. Uh, so let's make that the concentration. Uh, but he was way ahead of schedule. Doctors started to release him to do a little bit more. Uh, so then he did a few hurdle drills, but mostly just some strides. And I think people would be totally shocked if they knew the, <laughs> the minimum amount that he did in order to place in the state meet or even be at the state meet. Um, he only ran five races, uh, three meets, so five races uh, with preliminaries and finals before even getting to the state meet in itself. Wow. And, you know, usually people are doing that from January on. Sure. Um but he's, he's just gotten so much stronger and physically is there, but mentally he stayed focused on, on what he needed to do. And so uh, a great story, placing seventh in the state meet, uh, even after coming in third at the regional meet. And uh, I, he had a personal best of 14.68. And, uh, you know, we're real excited. The year before, he, he just barely missed the finals of the 110s, and he medaled in the 300s. Uh, we didn't even put him in anything else other than the 110s. And so next year, uh, it looks really good. You know, stays healthy, continues to progress that he's he's been on he's going to be a contender for the top spot in both 300s and 110s very nice you know one of the things we didn't get a chance to see because uh, deandre and mr murphy on the north side were both injured a lot of the years we didn't get to see that great hurdle battle that we got to see last year but it was really great to see um you know uh, rock get to the state meet out of the second heat at a regional and then obviously what deandre did so uh, and larry said it right i i don't think you can tie this to really anything except his mental you know staying focused mentally because that's uh, that's hard to do when you're injured yeah it is I, we as coaches i know his parents were you know we're watching from the sidelines and when he first stepped in the blocks and took off we're all holding our breath to see what was going to happen right and, you know you have that great fear and, and for someone who's had an injury like that you know usually that's the biggest problem is the fear they have in their own mind and that usually causes issues and maybe causes you to overcompensate or do something that causes another injury or re-injures it as it is so but he was cool through the whole thing and um obviously it, it worked out very well very nice yeah yeah now kind of on the same track a little bit is 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 ryan ream one of our guests here today and and uh you know what ryan ended up doing is you know i got look at a guy ran just about everything relays and 800s and 16s and 32 heck ryan just made his season about four or five weeks long and went and finished third in the state in the 3200 that's a that's a nice way to go so uh ryan welcome to uh the show and tell us a little bit about your journey this year and your injuries and wow what a great finish you had yeah it was definitely a long season a lot of cross training a lot of weight training um I actually, my knee was starting to hurt in uh, spring break. I remember calling coach and I was really upset and he was upset for me. And we made, we instantly made a plan of how to get better. And we need to, he remember he was like, we need to focus on June. So, you know, everyone was setting these big PRs early on in the season. And I was, I was kind of, I was getting a little jealous, but I, I had to stay focused. So I bet you were dying to be at that Carmel showcase, weren't you? I was, I was, I was, I was dying. I wanted to be in the fast seat at flashes. I want to be fast seat at Carmel, yep. but it wasn't there. So yeah, I definitely had a chip on my shoulder and I had something to prove at the, the state meet. So, you know, doing the uh doing the training doing the weights and it's good to have the uh, learning experience from last year uh to kind of yeah. have that aligned with so coach always reminded me hey you're ahead of what you were last year and you know what you did at the state meet so yeah it was, it was definitely long but it's good having a hall of fame coach there to, to guide me through it 
So in the 3200, I wasn't there, but I was looking at your splits. Your last split was your fastest at 63. What place were you in, Ryan, uh, going into that last lap? Going the last lap, I believe I was fifth place. Um, Will Conway okay. was ahead of me, and I think uh, Sam Quagaroli from from Fishers. They were both ahead of me, yep. and I saw Will Conway, and I knew how what he was capable of. Yeah, the yeah. last 100 meters, and and you know if you saw the video, you saw he he was hawking some people down. So I was like, I need to I need to get a gap on this kid, or or I'm gonna be in danger. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, so how many races did you end up actually running this? Uh, I, I ran a, a good amount of races, but not not any good races. Um, gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Go, going it, so I think the first race where I built my confidence was uh, the mile in the eight hundred and four by four at the uh, Bloomington North Duel. Um, yep. so, that, so I had conference the so week. So that, that's not till what the beginning of May. So I mean, yeah, no, it was pretty late. Yeah. Well, I had yeah. conference the week before, and that was a huge learning experience. It, I ran like a. I got second. I should have been. I should have been conference champ, but um, it, it, I needed that race to, to, you know, show what I was capable of the next the next uh, week. That that was really upsetting. So I was like, okay, I can't let that happen again. So, uh, you know, it was definitely a great race to have. So, Bloomington North Duel is whenever I started getting my legs back. Yeah. It, Kelly, if I could, it, the big thing in number of races he ran, he didn't run. Uh, when did you first put spikes on for a race? Oh, it was a Carmel 3200-meter showcase. So, yeah, and a lot of the races he ran, those were his workouts. So he yeah, was doing yeah. well, a lot of cross-training. Yeah, yeah. 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 and yeah. He, he'd jump on the track and, you know, in flats, and that would, that would be his, you know, running workout where everybody else was doing, you know, all yep. sorts of things leading up to those. But, no, that was his workouts, and then we'd put him back. And I kept reminding him of Eric Rush, who uh, won the state for in the 3200 for Bloomington South back in 1983, 84. Yeah. And, and Eric, like the whole last month, he was in the pool. He had a, a stress yep. fracture in his foot, so he only the only time he put the shoes on to run was to uh, was for those tournament races and all. So a lot of that, and, that, and actually was it really neat because one of the first people I saw after Ryan steps off the track, uh, you know, having placed third, was Eric Rush. And, uh, and, and Eric nice. was, was all excited about it. And Eric was a former uh, a teammate of Kenny Waterhouse, which happens to be who yeah. the record that Ryan broke. So that was a re- so. What was the record before state, Larry? Yeah, the record before state was a nine oh seven something. Seven, okay. Yeah, seven, so nine, yeah, so he went nine oh three point eight six. Yeah, we, uh, you know, as a distance runner this year, to see Ryan do what he did, uh, you know, obviously see Kyle break nine, it just what a fantastic. And I know that those two guys bring out the best in each other. Um, You know, Ryan grew up uh, on that Mag Seven series, you know, along with Caleb Winders. So personally, for me to see Ryan be successful is just, I love it. I just absolutely kid um 3200 meters is not the uh you know not necessarily the the uh, perennial event right you know for us distance runners it certainly is um but uh for a lot of people it's the break right before the 40 you know four by four and uh you know you just named a couple of guys there larry that are just you know legends in monroe county and then ryan named a couple of guys who are really really fast will conway being one of them so ryan great job this year and uh looking forward to watching you one more year here in cross country and track next year thank you appreciate it hey t- real quick either ryan and or larry tell us a little bit i just i want to just quickly touch upon joe zink and what a great year he had and, and 14th place finish uh touch upon that i, I love the celebration he had at regional and and uh, going on to, to state yeah i'll let ryan go ahead tell him 
Yeah, so I told Joe at the beginning of the season, I was like, listen, I, because uh, coming off the cross-country season, I knew he had more in him, and I, and I could see that as a teammate. Um, so I, I was like, all right, let's train together this season. I want to, I want you to both, I want you to make a state, I want to make a state, so we're both going to do it. So the whole season, you know, we worked together, and, you know, we bonded a lot, and um I was I was getting really nervous for him because a lot of people were dropping out of the mile because they're scared of all the competition in there. So I was like, Joe, it's gonna be tough at regionals, but you're gonna have to pull through. You're gonna have to have the rest of your life. And seeing seeing him, you know, the first thing I did at regionals, I turned around. That was my first thought. Where's where's my teammate? So I looked back and it was just a rush of emotion. It was definitely the proudest moment as a teammate, and that's something I'll never forget. Now, Joe was a part of what four or five young men that were fighting for probably the third spot behind uh, yep. Ryan and Kyle, and uh, great mindset. And, and as Ryan just said, to watch them do workouts over the last three, four weeks uh, together was was uh, as a coach, it's just like that's that's beautiful. I mean, it's just what you want to see. I mean, people love races. I love to watch great workouts happening. And uh, for Joe to cut nearly twenty seconds off his personal best, and the thing that made it even better is when he went to the state meet. He proved, yeah. he proved it. He came back and ran within that, one yeah. second of that time. As we said, it just shows it wasn't a fluke. You know, here you are. You've, you've reached that level now, and it makes us excited about cross country coming up. So, Yeah. He, he just yeah, – I with you, Larry. He wasn't just happy to be there. He went there, and, I mean, a 14th place finish is, is solid in the state. So, yeah, that's, that's- – awesome. Fantastic. Uh, moving on to the to the uh, to the to the field, uh, Sawyer Bay, one of the most consistent athletes we had this year. Sawyer, pole vault, uh, completely different mindset, but you come from a great pole vault tradition down there at Bloomington South. Tell us what your expectations were coming into the year. So I just wanted to improve myself, pretty much from the year before. Uh, in the beginning of the season, I struggled in improving my height from last year, but eventually it started catching on. Much. When was that? I, I remember we talked about that early on. When was it that you kind of saw, wait a minute, I'm getting a little more height here? I think it was a indoor meet, and I finally cleared 14.6. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nice to finally get past 14 feet. Nice, very nice. So, um, a great event. Tell, you know, for folks that, that are runners, tell us maybe two or three of the things that you really need to have in pole vault to be successful. If only it was just three things. But, uh, <laughs> I know, I know, yeah, I know. So, I mean, you have to have all the poles. You have to have your marks. You have to have the speed and the strength for the day. Like, uh, with races, you can go in kind of tired, but pole vault, you have to be, like, perfect on your run. It has to be very consistent. Uh, sometimes I wish I just did high jump. It'd be a lot easier, but <laughs> but you just thank you, sir. Hey, I've always said those high jumpers have it easy. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. that. You know? I know, but uh, you just you you have to make sure you have your right plant that you're not too close, not too far, uh, and the right form in the air. It, there's a lot of things that go into it. And then the big part is the mental game. Like yeah. if you have like a bad warm up before a meet, like it kind of like creeps on you. And then, uh, but once the bar goes up, I just, you just got to clear it. That's what I believe. You know, you bring up some great points. I think when you're running, you've got like Ryan who runs eight laps. You kind of have, you know, you've got some laps to kind of strategize. You got to stay close. I get all that. But, you know, when you only got three attempts at a single height and you got to make at least one of them, uh, it it was such a technical event like that. Um, You're absolutely, where did you find the interest early on in, in pole vault? Was it some of the other guys that you had seen at South prior to you? 
Uh, well, my freshman year, there were some senior football players that did pole vault. And also, I did the IU track club before, like, eighth grade year. And yep. I, I just believed it looked pretty cool, like a fun event. <laughs> right. It and does, I didn't want to run eight laps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's wanna, the key right there. I didn't want to run. That's uh, it. That's it. That's, it. That's yeah. funny. Well, you did a great job. Like I said, I think just your consistency towards the end of the year, especially. Um, how did you fare at state? With, I mean, what were your goals? And, and uh, obviously, podium is, is one of them. But where did you want to be? I wanted to clear at least 15 feet, you know, and then yep. if I got 15 feet, I was I was pretty glad about that, you know. That was my goal. Yeah. And yep. just to have a better showing than I did last year, and I had the experience, and yeah, I just place at least on the podium. Yeah, yep. Sawyer so, yep. was just, you know, you said consistency there, Kelly, and it is so true. And he could come out and warm ups by the end of the year. He was a 14 foot was nothing for him for a really short, yeah. short run and everything. And probably the difficult thing for Sawyer and someone he, he's a he's a big guy. I mean, he's like around 190 pounds. He's what, six, two. And uh, you don't usually have a lot of pole vaulters at a younger age at that that size and finding poles. And the pole vaulting poles now are like six to eight hundred dollars. Wow! And to find one that's uh, maybe a fifteen foot length uh, for someone, and, they, and they're all rated by weight, and so you can't jump on a pole. You're not supposed to jump on a pole that's lighter than your weight, the, uh, as far as the rating. So we had to make uh, travels around. I still have about twelve poles I have to to take back to coaches around the state that were lending them to me. <laughs> and, and, and we've actually lent something like we lent two two of them to uh, Edgewood. They've lent two to us, and and without that pole vault would die you know and obviously in yeah. our, our community we've had such good pole vaulting and i think a big turning point for sawyer and he just has the great mindset for it he gets down about some things but he comes right back at it working again uh but last year so during his, his junior year i said something to dave voles i said hey can you stop by practice or something i'm not catching or whatever it may be and Dave's been a great resource to all of us around here in pole vaulting. And Dave came by and spent about an hour and a half with Sawyer and, and did these drills that I can't with my old broken down back. But he's doing these push-off drills and all. And, boy, it just like a light switch turned on, I mean, as the saying yeah. would go. And, and Sawyer just really took off from there. And he, he started to get a little down during the indoor season uh, because those big heights weren't coming. And, you know, and kids want heights. You know, I, I, oh, I, sure. I just want oh, to yeah. jump at a bar, jump at a bar, you know. And, but you got to do drills. And, and I really appreciate the fact that Sawyer would listen understand yeah i need to do these drills and heights don't necessarily matter and even though 15 foot is a is a great that'll always place in the state meet um i know he has more in him um yeah but if we look at all the vaulters on that 98 degree day and they're all there for five hours and waiting yeah. in between jumps it's really hard to, to see so everybody looks for the spectacular jumps at the state meet but not in those conditions it was it was really tough so so Sawyer did an awesome job and really appreciate what he, he, he's accomplished in the four years. Well, it's always nice to be able to depend on those points, isn't it, Coach? Oh, it's, it is it is awesome. You look at the big meets going, yep, there's 10 points. Okay. <laughs> there's 10, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and, I, and I mean, that's what you get with consistency. You don't have to think about it. You just know it's going to happen, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, you're right. And, and that day at state meet, it is a long day for the pole vault and high jumpers, that's for sure. I mean, it just takes forever. And uh, But, uh, yeah, great job, Sawyer. What, Sawyer, what are your plans next year? I'm going to attend uh, Indiana University. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. That's great. Are you planning on doing any uh, uh, club? Uh, do they have track and field? They have uh, 
They do it. They club do team. Indiana uh, club team. I, I don't know. They do field events necessarily there. Yeah. All, but, yeah, uh, that's true. I don't know either. Yeah. Well, it's been great to watch you got, you know, you Sawyer, congratulations to you, Ryan, um, Larry, uh, obviously, you know, you do a great job with these guys. It's, it's, you know, I, we're lucky in this town because I, I think the competition, as we said, brings out the best in everybody here. I mean, they know if they don't do well, somebody else in the county is going to beat them. And that's true now with Edgewood. And, and, uh, and, you know, Zach went to South and now he's taking that same attitude over at Edgewood and he's got those kids going over there. Uh, but what it does for us you know rick as fans is we get to see great track and field and great cross country every single year so we are a little spoiled here um but uh what a great joy it is to talk to these guys and celebrate their accomplishments um you know ryan and sawyer thank you guys uh for for a great year and uh we look forward to seeing ryan next year and good luck to you sawyer to indiana university next year thank you it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you all for coming in. We're already stoked about cross-country season. It's yeah. uh, oh yeah, it's going to be a fun <laughs> one for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you again for coming in. We uh, we certainly appreciate it. Thank Kelly, you, thank you for being here. We'll get the podcast Thanks, online, Rick. of course, at whcc105.com.